You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 74 of Your New Puppies Podcast. I'm Debbie, and today I'm going to give you five ways to socialize your puppy without even leaving your home. Now, if you've been with me, if you follow me, then you know that I believe socialization is the most important training that you can do for your puppy. And it involves exposing your dog to different people, places, environments, sounds, textures, and other animals, including dogs. And I always mention this when I talk about socialization, because most of us, we think of socializing our puppy as getting puppy playdates, letting our puppy meet our friends. And that is part of it. And it's an important part, but it's also only a very small part. When we start thinking that it also involves environments, anything that's new, textures, new sights, new sounds, new smells, we start to realize that socializing our puppy is a pretty big job because it involves a lot of things. But the flip side of that is it involves so many things that just with a little bit of creativity, we can be doing it every single day with our puppy. And that is exactly what I'm encouraging you to do with this episode because you also know that I believe you should be getting your puppy out and about and experiencing the world from the beginning. And sometimes that goes against advice that we get to keep our puppy inside until they're vaccinated. And I have an entire episode about this, which is episode 21, and it's all about balancing socialization with vaccines. Um, It includes some resources from the American Veterinary Behavior Association, um, which also talks about why it's important to get your puppy out there early and how to balance it. Okay, so even though I'm giving you ways to socialize your puppy without even leaving your home, this is in addition to not instead of bringing your puppy out into the world. Because really the point here is to emphasize all the different things that we could be doing and we can be doing it every day because sometimes we don't even have to leave our house, especially in those early weeks because we are so busy taking care of this puppy, you know, because their prime socialization time is between three and 16 weeks. That's when their brain is growing and they're absorbing the world around them. So the more we can give to them, the more we can let them absorb, of course, without overwhelming them, we want to keep it positive, And I'll talk about that in a second the more effective this earliest socialization is going to be. And that's going to give us that well-adjusted, confident dog that adjusts well in new places and we can take them anywhere and we don't have to worry about them with new people. So I'm going to give you five ways, but you're going to see how these five ways could quickly turn into 20 different ways. The last thing I want to mention before we get into it is we also want to make sure when we socialize our puppy, we're giving them a positive experience. So if you haven't already, I highly recommend listening to episode 63, which is my seven guidelines to socializing your puppy because they're all geared to making it a good experience. And 
how to handle it when maybe your puppy does get a little scared. He talks about going slow, talks about staying playful, talks about how you should encourage but never force. So before you actually go into these activities, definitely head over there. So I will link to it in the show notes. You can also find it at playtimepause.com forward slash episode 63, as well as the other podcast episode I mentioned, episode 21. That's playtimepause.com forward slash episode 21. You can also just scroll and find them wherever you're listening to this podcast. Okay, so let's get into the fun part. What are the five ways you can socialize your puppy without even leaving your home? Number one, you can feed your puppy on different textures. So instead of putting their meal in their bowl, you can sprinkle it on, say, a piece of cardboard. And that way they have to walk on it, they have to feel it, it has different sounds. Other examples would be like a large plastic lid or using a towel, different types of blankets, and even just your floor, like tile floor compared to wood floors compared to a carpet. A more advanced one would be something like tinfoil because that is shiny and it really sounds weird and it might even be a little slippery. So it is a more advanced one, but it's definitely one that you can use. Maybe after your puppy's gotten used to some of these other textures. And the reason why I say feed them on it is because that's gonna encourage them. It's food, maybe you sprinkle some treats in there too, and it's really going to encourage them to investigate and engage and get used to this new feeling because they really want that food. Plus, it gives them a good association. Next, you can place objects on the floor and sprinkle some treats and maybe even their food around them and then engage them in play. So some great ones would be like putting your broom or vacuum down because those are things that typically frighten puppies. So if you put it down, you put some treats around it to encourage them to get a little closer. You also engage them in play so they get just get used to the object's presence. Maybe eventually you get them to engage in it, but at the very least, you just want them not to be nervous because that object is around. You can do this with their brush and nail clipper if you're having trouble grooming. Um, you can do this you know, with a backpack, like empty it or fill it so it makes different shapes. You can take a bunch of cardboard boxes and make your own shape out of it just so it looks different. That weird lamp that you have in the closet, take it on out and let your dog investigate it. Another good one is if you have like stuffed animals or like knickknacks that have faces on it, a lot of times that can make them a little unsure about things. So same thing, you put it on the ground, you sprinkle some food around it and you just kind of play with it in the vicinity so they get used to it. Again, check out episode 63 for the guidelines on how to make sure that it's a good experience, especially if some of these things make them nervous. Okay, number three is you can get them used to different sounds by using YouTube videos. So this is great for things like fireworks and thunderstorms. Again, things that are very common for dogs to become afraid of. You can use trucks, garbage trucks, traffic, dogs barking, kids playing. If you live like in a more rural or country area, maybe you play city sounds and vice versa. Sirens are another good one to find. 
And what you do is you keep the sound super low. Same thing while you're playing with them, you're engaging with them, you're giving them treats, you're, you're making it fun while the sound is playing in the background. And you can keep it low on your phone or on your computer and then slowly increase the volume as they get used to it, as they find out, oh, this thing isn't a big deal. Number four, this is the one we always think of, so it's an easy one, invite your friends over. Maybe it's just some humans that your puppy can greet and get used to and have a good time with. Or maybe you have friends or neighbors with some well-socialized healthy dogs that your puppy can interact with. This is great for not only the obvious, them getting used to other people and other dogs and learning how to interact with them, but having people come into their house, into their safety zone and have it be an okay thing is also a great thing to teach your puppy. And number five is use cotton balls and jars for different smells. So you can take a cotton ball and put some kind of essential oil or an extract on it. So like I'll use a vanilla extract a lot or a lavender essential oil. And I put it in a jar so the puppy doesn't just eat the cotton ball. And I place it down and let them sniff and let them investigate and let them get that that new smell. Especially for those hounds out there, this can also build into playing scent games as they get older. But that's a whole nother podcast episode. And that's it. Those are the five things you can do with your puppy all considered socialization, all very important, can be tons of fun, and you don't even have to leave your home. So when you're looking for that way to entertain your puppy between naps, these are some perfect ways. And as you can see, I gave you some specifics and some examples, and I mean, you could take this and run. This is kind of giving you some ideas or even broaden your idea and your understanding of what socialization is and how it's this huge umbrella and there's so many different things that we can do. And that is all I have for you today. If you are enjoying this podcast, you can rate and review it wherever you listen, and that helps other dog and puppy owners find this podcast. If you want to continue training with me, I have both in-person and virtual services both including private sessions, and I have my new program, Playtime Pause Academy, which is designed to help you through no matter where you are in your training journey. You have access to me. You get to hang out with other dog parents going through the same things as you and get all the support and answers to your training questions you need. You can find all that information on my website, playtimepause.com. I thank you so much for listening. I'll speak with you soon. Bye for now.